And welcome back, everybody. This is Talking Teasers with Dan and Greg, and this is Dan. This is Greg. Oh, it is halftime, Greg. Are you ready to get up and uh, go get another beer from the yeah. concession stand? We are halfway through the show. Yeah, another quarter, and they shut down the, the beer stand. <laughs> right. uh, it feels good. We've had a good year so far. It's, I'm loving this. Yeah. Fantastic We're, week last this week. Is, this is officially the midway point. Yeah, so let's just I mean, keep piling it up, keep stacking, right? So. Yeah. No, I went. Uh, I went safe last year or uh, last week. Pretty conservative, but hit hit my uh, three legs. So feeling good about that. Hell yeah, hell yeah! And I ended up hitting both of my plays. I gave out. I gave out a two leg, and I gave out a five leg. Um, I came up on thirteen point one units off of that. So, boy, I kind of crawled my way back from that major loss that the uh, Chargers dealt me a couple weeks ago. So they'll, they'll do that. So I'm back up to plus twenty point four units on my teasers. Atta boy. Yeah. Woo. And I ended up crushing because I do personal bets too that I don't give out here. But I ended up hitting a ten-leg teaser. That's Ooh, impressive. That was so fun. So teasers cleaned up shop this week uh, around the board. Basically, um, Vegas got crushed this week on those. So that, that's good to be, uh, you know, on the I, right side of history. Yeah, I feel terrible for them. Yeah, poor guys. <laughs> um, let's see. I wanted to pull up because um, there was a couple major injuries. You know. Again, I mean, there's, this has been a really yeah. high injury season on some key, key players. Um, so I just wanted to kind of bring those up to, you know, stick them in our consciousness as we talk about this upcoming week. Uh, the first one is J.J. Watt there yeah. out, of, out of Houston with a I mean, season-ending pectoral tear. I mean, what, over the past – so it, I believe his first – because this is his ninth year in the league, his first five years – he didn't miss a game. Yeah. And now over the past four, he played every game last year. He played eight this year. And the the two previous, I think it was something like five and three or four and three. I mean, he's he's just missed so much time in recent seasons that it's kind of too bad, but it's, it's almost like you just can't count on him to finish out a season. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I heard an analysis on that today. And so he's got – this is his third major injury. and Yeah. I think the last one was like a tibial plateau fracture, yeah. which I heard was just essentially like a freak accident kind of thing. And, and yeah, I think his other injury was just basically, I can't remember exactly what it was, but another kind of just random kind of thing. So this isn't necessarily like, you know, a bad Achilles that keeps flaring up or a bad, you know, tear True. they had somewhere. True, but These this all... is three out of the past four seasons. Yeah. Um, and he is such a critical unit. Yeah, and, and it's not the same thing flaring up, but you wonder if just, you know, when you take all of these and add them together, if it starts to just add up to, you know, taking away from the player he is going forward. It, plus, next year will be year 10 for him. So I think yeah, the days of Defensive Player of the Year, J.J. Watt, might right. be behind us. Yeah, definitely. Another one I wanted to bring up was James Conner, who had a what's called an AC joint sprain, which was just a, it's a shoulder sprain. Um, and you know, he's kind of week to week right now they say, but you know, that's when they're also saying he could get a cortisone injection, kind of put some extra pads on it. It's just a shoulder. It's a shoulder. It's not a leg. So it's no. Yeah. I mean, I feel a lot more skeptical and have more reservations when it comes to how I feel about him going forward. If it was something with his legs, Obviously, the shoulder, you still don't love it because he's going to be making contact with that shoulder. Um, but uh, 
all things considered, I mean, I, I don't think it'll affect him as much as some other injuries could. Yeah, I was, as I was finishing up that uh, Pittsburgh game, you know, with Miami, um, I couldn't believe they kept him in the game so long when it seemed wrapped up. I was just like, what are you doing? This is one of the most valuable players on your team, and you're leaving him in to just yeah. take brutal hits with three minutes to go. Yeah, and, no, as bad as they have been, uh, the AFC is just not terrific this year, and so they're not out of it by any means. The wild card is still doable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Another one. Um, let's see here. Chase Edmonds out of Arizona. Um, so with David Johnson out um, and losing Chase Edmonds, they had to pick up Kenyon Drake yeah. for Miami. Um, Which is just kind of an emergency situation for and him. That just, and Drake was one guy who could kind of do it. Uh, it was all right for Miami. Yeah, I, wouldn't, yeah. I mean, he's not a superstar, but... Probably that's the, just probably the best player part of, of the team. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Fitzmagic and him. Yeah, just part of their tank. Uh, they are determined to be as bad as they can be. So I heard. <laughs> so, all right. Well, never mind. I'm not going to get into that one. But yeah, so this one, I'm going to probably end up picking on Arizona because of this injury. Um, you know, I'll be looking uh, to pick on probably Pittsburgh too with the James Conner thing. You know, if it if it hurts, that could. You know, yeah. If, if he's not 100. percent um let's see any other ones um aaron jones also kind of scaring me with we don't know what's going to happen uh so he got a shoulder contusion we don't know what's going to happen with with him or Devonte adams Devonte adams is still week to week so that's some more you know concerns with green bay and who's a viable survivor pick this week mm -hmm. uh, going in the chargers so we'll talk about that here in a little bit but um so that's kind of the injuries i wanted to bring up obviously you know there, there's there's things like um case keenum got a concussion but yeah i don't know if that you know how much that's gonna play a part in no i think so here's the thing i actually think uh from a from a teaser standpoint i think that injury does have an impact because if he plays um you know he he hasn't been good this year that no one would say he has been but Haskins He's had his moments. He has. And Haskins just doesn't really look ready, ready yet. Yeah. Um, which I mean is fine. It's understandable. Sometimes you just yeah, have you to yeah. yeah, and sometimes you have to take your lumps year one. But if you look at the spread in that game uh against Buffalo this week, Buffalo right now is a nine and a half point favorite, uh, from what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, I think if Keenum's in there, if folks wanted to tease that bump uh bump washington up to you know plus 15 and a half the way buffalo's offense has looked you know i honestly don't think that the bills are going to beat them by more than two touchdowns right, uh, right. especially the way they looked this past week against philly when well, i was thinking if washington gets one touchdown buffalo's all of a sudden got a score yeah it'd be really tough yeah and, and i think the keenum led offense would get it in the end zone once i think even against a Haskins, really good, I think can get yeah. a touchdown. Yeah, a touchdown. So here, my worry though, in terms of that teaser, if you put in, um, if Haskins is in the game, is what if he turns it over and either the Bills score a defensive touchdown, yeah, yeah that's or he has a few really bad turnovers, you know, and his side of the field that give Buffalo a really short, short field fields, to work yeah. with. So that's the reason why I think that injury could play uh, a bit of an impact from a betting standpoint. Yeah. All right. And that's kind of one reason I did bring that one up. Um, Sam Darnold, left thumb sprain, non-throwing hand. Um, you know, people are saying that's not a big deal, but 
man, I got to think that that hurts when you're getting a snap in your sprained thumb. Yeah, I think it hurts. Um, I mean, honestly, he's been bad this year even when he's been in there. Um, the Jets just look terrible. But, yeah, I mean, I think that you have to uh, – that's something you should consider when you're looking at that game. Also, Joe Flacco out with a herniated disc in his neck, I believe. Mm-hmm. But um, that could actually be a benefit to this team, possibly. Yeah, he, he – you know he's really trending downwards. So, all right, I think that might be why Denver's the favorite this week. <laughs> that's that's an indictment of Joe Cool. All right. Um. So, anything else in the rearview mirror that you wanted to bring up? Um. I do want to say that all year I haven't completely been buying in on the Niners, despite them being undefeated. This week, I think, kind of convinced me that you know I'm on board now. I I think they're legit. 50, I, 51 points was enough to yeah yes that that's what it took uh although don't forget carolina had a game like that against the steelers last season yeah. uh, so they seem to do that every year and then trend downward but um but no i i think this i, I don't think in my opinion at least i was waiting for a win like this to just be a signature dominant win carolina despite cam's injury has been pretty good this year yeah, yeah. and then the Niners just throttled them, uh, and they wore those fresh white-on-white uh, uh, white 90s-style uniforms, which look great. Um, but, no, I, I'm on board. I still give the edge um, in terms of who the best team in the NFC is, uh, and especially come playoff time, I still give the edge to New Orleans. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm bought in, and there's no more doubt in my mind that the Niners are, are the real deal. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that today. I was looking at futures, um, specifically New Orleans and uh, San Francisco. I'm looking for NFC champ, and I think there's some good value at this oh, point. Yeah. Um, well, the Niners, I believe at the beginning of the season even, they had been what? Their oh, uh, they were, win total was like 8.5. Yeah, yeah. They're crushing their ex- expectations. Yeah, they're already 7-0. and Um but yeah, I, so the the real value, you know, New Orleans is the clear favorite, but um, I think there's some good value here on San Francisco. And I've been considering just in the last couple hours throwing a little future down on that. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I think I can pull that up real quick. What are they? Uh, so New Orleans is plus 275, San Fran plus 450. Okay. So, I, you know, Green Bay is plus 500. I don't, I don't know. I mean, They've been not as healthy as Green Bay is. You can't rule them out because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but I think what I've watched of those three teams, I rank them New Orleans, San Francisco, Green Bay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I think I might throw down a future on San Fran. Um, Yeah, let's do it. I already hit my Jay Gruden. Why not? I hit my Jay Gruden. You did. Um, so I'm going to put two units down on San Fran. Why not? Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. <laughs> oh, to win nine. All right. Let me mark that down. All right. Cool. So um, Survivor, what are we looking at? We both survived, right? Um, well, I was already out, but, yeah, I, I, out, but I did, um, you know, I picked as if I was still alive. Um, yeah, the Vikings won. Uh, it was not the prettiest of Thursday night games uh, between, uh, I mean, then again, it's a Thursday night game. Rarely are those a thing of beauty. But um, Viking skins, um, 
kind of played out the way I thought about a 10 point game, not a blowout. Cousins, from a fantasy standpoint, sucked because he wasn't getting touchdowns, but he was extremely efficient. Uh, his completion percentage was great. Uh, he did throw the ball for close to 300 yards. Diggs was really good, as I thought, especially with Thielen out. Um, and their defense looked stout. So, um, yeah, I mean, that played out about what I the way I expected. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good given Washington points, you know, for the last few weeks. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, yep. Um, and, yeah, and I was on the Rams versus Cincinnati, and I won that, and I am still alive through this halfway point. Um, I checked out the numbers. Oh so I'm in two pools still, and I keep using the same picks in both of those pools because i got to win it all, right? <laughs> got to win it all. <laughs> uh, so in one of those um, – so in both of them, it's – there's 10% left and 14% left, uh, which is 188 people and eight, 18 people in the other one. So, Damn. so I, that 188, man. So my philosophy right now is that's going to go all the way through week 17. And, mm-hmm. and my reasoning is we're seeing a large disparity on just the bottom five teams right now, there's a lot of parity with what we talked about in the middle of the pack and even, you know, upper middle, lower middle. Um, but it's really on the extreme ends is where you're seeing this massive divergence. You got new Orleans. I mean, you got, yeah, I mean, sure. New Orleans, San Francisco, new England on the top, you know, Miami Bengals, you know, Washington and uh, Arizona and, and uh, Atlanta. So you got like five, great options to pick on week every week and so it's i think it's kind of an easy year for survivor um yeah i i would lump the jets in there too is yeah in fact this week that becomes tricky because you got jets miami yeah that's that's definitely not putting on jets this week (laughs) no no this this is i think miami's next shot at win number one actual yeah and they're trying fitz magic was trying against pittsburgh so yeah yeah i mean they just a couple costly errors and you know, a couple ba- couple bad sacks. I'm surprised the owners haven't uh, told them to bench magic. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he put it, Rosen back in. You know, critical strip sack and stuff yeah, like that. You I, can't. I he, mean, they definitely want the owners and upper management want them to lose. I'm, yeah, I don't know how much longer Fitz Magic's gonna be in there. No. Uh, anyway, so my philosophy is you got to go 17 weeks here, and so I'm just got to stay alive. And with that, I'm taking my easiest route here to me, which is San Francisco at Arizona. The, okay. The problem for me is this violates every single rule essentially about NFL betting, and it just it's a Thursday night, bad omens there already. It's a divisional game. It's an away divisional game. It's a sandwich game, which means that it's an easy opponent squeezed between two difficult opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, it all just spells out trap. Uh, but God, that's those are the what do you call it? The old, not the old wives' tale, but uh, the un you know written rules of betting. It's sure, like you don't do these things. But um, I, you know, watching these teams and knowing how they're going in two opposite directions, like mm-hmm. you just got to believe San Francisco can still win here. Yep. Uh, what were you looking at this week? Uh, I'm going with Seattle at home against Tampa. Um, I know Tampa sometimes looks all right, but 
Seattle looks pretty stout. I love what Russell Wilson's doing. He's been incredibly efficient, like 17 touchdowns, one interception. Oh, my God. Has he even uh, had an interception? Was I believe it? he has one. Okay, God. I was like, I didn't think he had any. And then you've got uh, Seattle's defense. I think they've done a good job of kind of rebuilding on the fly somewhat in uh, this post-Legion uh, of Boom uh, era there. So, uh, And I think their defense is going to get some turnovers from whether it's Jameis's fault, whether it's the fault of his receivers, whoever they want to blame. Uh, I think they'll turn it over. I like Seattle to get the win, especially given that that's at home and they got the 12th man on their side. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you got, let's see, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Seattle. Seattle it is. I'm scared because Seattle, to me, is playing too many close games this year. Uh, they had that really early one, close one that they almost lost to Cincy. Um, even this week, I think, was just a touchdown win against the Falcons. Yeah. Which, yep. you know, so I don't know. That's, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, there's no doubt they played a, a lot of close games, but um, – but I feel confident with them against Tampa. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh, I think it's time to talk some teasers, man. How it's about, time to talk teasers. All right. Well, how many uh, plays are you looking at this week? I have one with four legs. Okay. Well, I've got two, so I want to go ahead and kick it off then. Here. Sure. Um, so I'm going with just a short one and a big one, kind okay. of how we traditionally have been doing here. And um, so my first one, I'm looking at Indy plus seven against uh, going into Pittsburgh. Um, right now, I was pulling these um, stats off of the uh, Football Outsiders, where they measure DVOA, and Indy's got the uh, number nine offense right now, which is, which is really balanced. Um, but meanwhile, Pittsburgh has the number nine defense, so that's it's kind of a you know on that side of the ball, um, a really good matchup. But then you have Pittsburgh with the 23rd ranked offense uh, and then Indy with the 25th ranked defense. So, again, we're seeing some pretty, you know, some good parity, I guess you would say, on a, on both sides of the ball here. And so whenever you get two even teams, and this one's, you know, basically a pick em, you know, what, minus one for Pitt mm -hmm. at home, you got two even teams like this. I really like kind of giving them the extra points. Um, I was able to bring this up to plus seven on a six point teaser. So if Pittsburgh can be Indy by more than two scores, you know, have it like, you yeah. know, I'm not really thrilled. I don't, I don't see that coming. I'm not really thrilled with what Pittsburgh is doing. I think they're highly overrated right now. Connor looks good, yeah. but, but you know, I don't know. I think they're just a little overrated. That defense is pretty stout. Number 10 against the pass 16 against the run. But you know, I think Indy's well-balanced attack will be able to kind yeah, of... Yeah, I think Indy's proven to be a pretty damn good team this year. Um, yeah. Uh, my next team on that play is Detroit plus eight going into Oakland. Um, again, the same kind of philosophy here of, of kind of well-matched teams, you know, that should probably be something close to a pick -em. Oakland's yeah. been surprisingly good this year. I mean, yep. o Oakland's got the number eight. I could not believe this when I saw it. The number eight-ranked offense. Yeah, they're, they're six, scoring. Sixth in passing, ninth in rushing. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, but meanwhile, Detroit has the 13th-ranked offense with fifth in passing, 29th, 29th on the run, though. Yeah. So really... 
you know, Matt Stafford has been just shouldering this whole season, and I don't know if he's getting the recognition for it. No, he's having a good year, and it's almost a, the it's a you know almost a career year for him. Yeah, I mean, but through, it's going under the radar because there's so many other stories going I mean, on. Statistically, through his career, he's been a good quarterback. Yeah. I I think he's been downgraded somewhat because of the team he plays on. Uh, but you look at him; his numbers didn't plummet when he lost Calvin Johnson. I think a lot of people thought that Megatron made him. Um, and it's not like I look at him and say, oh, Matt's one of the absolute elite QBs. But, uh, I mean, statistically, he's been pretty solid. I think he part of his problem is just he doesn't play on a very good team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, let's see. So, again, the same story. Detroit, you know, give me the points. Make Oakland beat me by two scores. Sure. Um, and so I put 3.6 units on that to win three. Um, that's my little basic leg. So... Uh, what are you looking at here? All right. So for me, uh, mine, mine's different than yours this week. Um, I'm going first with Tennessee going into Carolina. Uh, I got Tennessee at plus three and a half, taking that one to plus nine and a half. Uh, Tennessee seems to be playing a little bit better uh, the past couple of weeks. Um, I think they kind of benefited from the Mariota benching, actually. Yeah, I do too. Um their defense, it's I feel. This Denver thing too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're just gonna get a better product. Yeah, that's that's what it looks like. I like their defense. Uh, Carolina looked. I mean, they're going against a great team in San Francisco, but they looked pretty terrible last week. I wonder if they're gonna be reeling a bit. Um, you know, maybe they come back and win, but I don't see them winning by more than a touchdown. So, I like that at plus nine and a half for Tennessee. Next leg, uh, the game I already touched on for Survivor. Um, I got Seattle at minus six, teasing that to even, so it's a pick em just to beat Tampa. Uh, I know you think that they might be uh, risky there, and obviously – I mean, everything's a yes, risk. Everything's a exactly. risk in the NFL. <laughs> and like you said, they played a lot of tight games. So at, at minus six, I don't necessarily feel great just with the style that they've been winning, but if you take it to a pick em, uh, I mean, they're a six and two team. Sure, you've got Tampa a potential. You got potential MVP. Yes, going exactly. Against. So, uh, and that's one of the things. Late in the game, you've got if it's tight, you got Russell Wilson versus Jameis Winston. I'm going to roll with Russell Wilson in that case. Yeah. Um, next, uh, I'm I'm you know breaking the the golden rule and I'm crossing over the zero mark, but. Ah. But uh, I saw uh, Green Bay at minus three going uh, to L.A. to play in the Chargers stadium in front of 20,000 Green Bay fans. Uh, So with Green Bay being minus three, I'm just going to take that to plus three. Um, I don't see them losing that game, but, you know, a little bit of safety there. Uh, And then finally the Monday nighter, Dallas going to the Meadowlands to play the Giants. I caught Dallas at minus seven. I'm going to take it to minus one, so it's basically a pick 'em. Uh, Dallas right now, well, they're not great. They're looking pretty good. I think they're definitely the best team in that division. The Giants, uh, I know that uh, Danny Dimes is coming off of arguably his best week since he came into the league, but regardless, I just don't think the Giants are very good, um, and I think Dallas just has more talent. And this is when they're going to start to put together a little bit of a run and take that division. So, uh, you know, bring it down to that minus one, essentially a pick'em game. And I like Dallas there. Yeah, I was eyeballing that Dallas one pretty hard. But um, it, what really scared me was their last trip to the Meadowlands, where they lost to the Jets. 
<laughs> so that <laughs> after that, kind of, I'm just a little. Yeah, you're right. I'm just a little burnt, burned that, off of that. That's one. fair. Um, I just don't. I don't see a repeat of that. No, me neither. That's probably just. It's not that. It's not that I see Dallas being much more than about a, you know, ten and six team, but uh, I just. I think that they are that might actually just serve as extra motivation for them to to get this win. And they right now the one thing they are doing is they're winning their division games. Yeah. yeah. Um so uh which when you play in the NFC East and you're pretty good, you got to get shot to win some of those division games, but uh I think they keep doing that this week. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm going to keep it rolling. Um, so my last play is an eight leg. So this is huge. That's a big one. Yeah, but I got a lot of confidence after last okay. week, so I gotta, you know, sure keep it moving. Um, let me see. Indy and Detroit are both in there. Um, I'm taking. I had to go San Francisco minus four at Arizona. Okay. Um, you know, we talked about this in Survivor. Arizona is just not good, and San Francisco is a potential Super Bowl team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacksonville. Uh, I took. Uh, plus seven and a half against Houston. I love picking on this JJ Watt injury here. Um, with, and we know Jacksonville's been able to hang around in games pretty yeah. solid. Uh, so having to beat me by more than a touchdown, I really love that. Um, I, like we talked about with Washington, um, I took it. I took Washington uh, plus 15 and a half on this play at Buffalo. Um, you know, like, like we talked about, if they score a touchdown, this game's going to be, you know. Yeah. covered for Washington. Exactly. There's just very little reason to have a lot of faith. Even if they had two field field goals might even get me this cover. So, Yeah, and I I think Washington, well, depending on who's a quarterback, I see Washington losing but scoring about 10 points. Yeah. Um, Took Miami plus nine against the Jets. Like we talked about, Fitzmagic's not laying down and dying. So I love um, the effort they're putting in as well. The Jets have not looked good um they might have one of the worst if not the worst offensive lines in football right now uh, they're suspect secondary and they're bad and i do have a feeling that one of these games between the dolphins and the jets i i just see the dolphins actually taking one of them mm-hmm. yeah um let's see and so this one yeah um the home game you know this is their home game so yep this could be the one. This could be the one. Um, let's see. I also broke the golden rule and took the Green Bay cross. <laughs> so I can't. Yeah, I, mean, I can't. You, you can't fight this one here. It's the Chargers, and uh, they yeah, just, I just yeah, they've been looking pretty pathetic. I just had to take that one. So in Green Bay, you know they've been looking fine. So I love Green Bay with, and obviously Chargers. We talk about Chargers home field advantage all the time. Yeah, it's. Shameful, and you're, you're giving points now to the pack. I, I love it. Uh, last little leg here. I don't usually do these, but I took a total. Uh, okay. And I think you'll see right away when I name the names why I did it. Okay. Washington and Buffalo. Which direction did I go? Oh, you got to go under. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what they even set the spread at. And what, what is it was, at, it was at 37 definitely under <laughs> yeah so i took it to definitely four, under 43 uh you're gonna give me like six touchdowns in this game i don't i don't think okay so. yeah so, <laughs> so took the, okay i could take six touchdowns and still win that so yeah i mean i honestly i'd be kind of surprised if it got to 37 yeah i mean <laughs> absolutely 
Especially with the way the style the skins have been playing post Jay Gruden. Because with Callahan, they're they're trying to establish a run. Are they being successful to the point that they're winning games? No, but they're definitely holding on to the ball longer. Uh, they're going to keep doing that. Maybe the Bills stop them. Maybe they don't. Oh God, but. It, this game is just going to be run, run, run. Yeah. I gotta imagine Frank Gore all day, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, yeah, uh, yeah. As as I look at it, I just and whenever you see a running game, you know, a runner versus a runner, like that's you know, yeah, running, you, running team versus running yeah, team. Yeah, because are two teams that don't have good quarterback play. No, and well, it, but I'm saying like whenever you see those, you know, running yeah. team versus running team, that's yeah, that, a, that's unders. Oh, absolutely, you know, all day. And that's why it's at 37 for the most part, probably. But. Yeah. All right. Um, so that rounds that playoff. That's um, eight legs, six-point teaser, risking 1.5 units to win 19 and a half. So I'm trying to basically double my bankroll, or I mean double my uh, profit this week. So let's do it. I like your style. <sighs> Anything uh, else you wanted to talk about and bring up? No, I mean, I think look I, ahead here. I mean, I think we hit it pretty, uh, pretty well there. Yeah, we covered a lot. That's for damn sure. Uh, a lot of injuries, a lot of, a lot of weird season, man. With all these like backup quarterbacks that are crushing it, you know, it, it, it is weird. I don't think I've seen anything quite like that before. Yeah. Meanwhile, and, your sophomores and your juniors quarterbacks are yeah. The the class of twenty eighteen, which is so heralded, man, they look bad. When you, Rosen's sitting on the bench, and he, I just feel bad for. But then Baker looks terrible. Uh, Josh Allen does not look great. Darnold looks bad. Um, and Lamar Jackson may be the best of them, but I, you know, I still have question marks. He got off to a great start to the season. His numbers the past three weeks have not been as impressive so that you're right between that class but then the the backups out there god bless them <laughs> it's it's at least made football fun to watch yes you know guys like gregor Minshew. Gregor Minshew, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah and then kyle allen yeah but Minshew's Minshew's a gem <laughs> <laughs> right. all right well with that i think we're pretty much wrapped up um so yeah i think best of luck to everyone i'm gonna go ahead and sign off for talking teasers this is dan this is greg have a good one. All right, good luck, everybody. see you next week.